Okay, so uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Washed Athlete Podcast. This is episode four, and uh, yeah, it's been about a week since we last recorded, so let's just get into it. Uh, so wh- what have you all been up to? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been up to much, just trying to avoid doing all the schoolwork possible and doing everything possible to stay up late when I don't need to, and yeah, just avoid doing work in general. That is the most college student answer I think I've ever wow. heard. It's just try to avoid all of that work that just starts piling up. It's like, well, I could just go out. It's fine. Well, it's like nothing's actively due or like close to being due. So it's just like getting, making sure like you're kind of like studying a little bit over time, which is just like not what I want to do right now. And then like, I don't know, not like classes aren't in person. So it just doesn't feel like I'm going to school. Like on Friday, I woke up at like, 10 30 and then oh. went to class and then afterward that was oh that was yesterday then i went and i did an escape room uh with one of my friends and then we went out to get all you can eat sushi so like oh it just God. felt like just felt like the weekend like oh yeah i had to go to ochem and physics in the middle but like i didn't really care that much like, it wasn't that big of a bother because it's not like i need to pay attention well i do need to pay attention but like i don't know i didn't really that much <laughs> that <laughs> was actually yeah, the, I was just about to say, Jacob, the all-you-can-eat sushi. <laughs> that was an experience, I will say. Uh, so for context for our listeners, uh, all, all of us went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place, uh, and we didn't really know how it worked at first, because like, the waiter would like come by, and then we would like order something, and then he would just leave for like a half hour, and... I, it was so confusing because I was like, is this all you can eat? Like, I just ordered this, but it's nowhere to be found. Like, yeah. that was probably one of the weirdest parts about that. It would have been more helpful if they had some kind of, like, flag you could, like, raise or whatnot, like, when you need to order more. Because Jacob had ordered his second round, and then he had gotten his second round before the rest of us had even ordered. So, like, Jacob was sitting on his food for a while while we were just like waiting and like wasn't the most efficient process and and then we ended up shutting the place down so that was that was hilarious that we were literally the last ones in there that food was good though i mean i really enjoyed the sushi um i mean i got my first roll raj told me not after the fact to not get a fried roll but it was good and then um there's one roll called like a spider roll that I thought was going to be really good. And then it just turned out to not really be. Um, and then I just got a couple more rolls and, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty much a vibe, you know, I enjoyed my time there. Um, you know, Jacob, do you know what was, do you remember what was in the spider roll? Because you were very like opposed to it, but like it looked fire on paper. I just can't remember what was in it. I mean, none of the stuff, like it sounded good on paper. Like there was, um, I mean, there looked like there was lettuce, caviar, um, crab out there and i can't remember like i can't remember specifically like what else was in it but uh those two um you know items i remember being in it but aside from that like it just it wasn't like you know very bad but it didn't really make me be like hey i want to finish this as opposed to like the other roles i have on my plate you know what i'm saying no yes. i catch your yeah i catch your drift um i think the caviar in that is just kind of weird like i really i haven't had sushi before that had caviar inside it but i think that's where it gets its spider names because i think the caviar is spider eggs oh that's a that good is point. not an image i want i'm eating <laughs> something <laughs> just made that connection now but i'm proud of it <laughs> no that's a good that was point. a good yeah that was a pretty yeah. good association Oh, I could have used God. that. I could have used this kind of thinking in the escape room because we got bodied by this escape room. Oh, you did! <laughs> <laughs> a 
Like no, I, I don't escape rooms. What I love escape rooms. We did one. Um, I want to say over winter break, it was me and some um, one of my friends, and then um, some of like her family members, and we absolutely killed it. Like we, uh, well, there were two people that just weren't really helpful. Um, but Yikes. aside from that, like yeah, I mean they weren't. Like one of them was like a little kid, and then one was <laughs> um, like one of my other friends, and she just like was afraid of everything, so she just like. I mean, she wasn't helpful, even though she is smart. But, um, I mean, we killed it. And we got out in time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do an escape room with you guys. They're Jacob, so fun. Jacob, I can imagine you're pretty good at escape rooms. Yeah, I mean, um, for this one in particular, um, it was, I mean, a lot of the, the puzzles that were, uh, like, we had to do, I guess... Um, I mean, a lot of it is just paying attention to detail. And I guess if you just like to do puzzles and stuff like that, you could, I mean, you could be good at it. Um, I mean, you always got to check like every look, um, like corner and like nook and cranny, all that stuff to make sure you're not like missing out on like something that's, uh, uh, you know, significant. But like there were some, I like when I did, like when I was um, younger, um, probably in like middle school that we like it was extremely difficult like um we were locked in our cells for one of the like to begin it and it probably took us like 20 minutes to actually find a way to get out of our cells because one of the bars actually like would spin and it was like towards the bottom of like our cell so um yeah i mean i love escape rooms i'm all for it andres how would you evaluate your escape room skills um yeah no i mean i just paying attention to small details i love like problem solving and solving puzzles um I will say I've done two escape rooms before. My record is one and one. So, you know, we got that uh, 0.5 win percentage, you know. That's not bad. Like, I think people think like, oh, if you don't get out, like you definitely you, like failed. But like those rooms are actually quite difficult sometimes. Like it's not like a bad thing to not get out of the room. Like when I first started doing them, I was like, oh, if we don't get out, like we're an embarrassment. But like if you had honestly like a 0.2, per- like a, well, that's like a 200 in baseball. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now. But like, if you had like a twenty percent record, yeah, twenty percent. If you had a twenty percent uh winning record, I would consider that pretty decent, especially if you have a small group. It was just me and my friends, so it was only two people. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that that's definitely solid for sure. Um, and have you guys has everyone here done an escape room before? I have not done an escape nope. room. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They've Ryan, always have, looked really fun, but it's they just, are. They really. They are. definitely are. Like, there's different levels of difficulty too. Um. You know, so if we don't want to, like, we want to try one out that's easy, even though that would probably be more boring. We can do that. Now we got to start off with the hardest one of all time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That that was my only loss, the hardest one at the one place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the thing is, if you go for the easiest option and you get out quite quickly, then you're just going to feel like you wasted your money without a challenge. So it's like, it's not, there's not much of an incentive to choose the easiest option because you know, when you leave, you'll be unsatisfied. Yeah. Raj, what is your what is your evaluation of your uh your escape room skills? My escape room skills. I feel like, you know, I'd be a I'd be decent at helping, but then maybe after ten minutes I'll get pissed off and just give up. I don't know, we'll see. I haven't really been in one, so like I don't really know how to evaluate my escape room skills. Peter, what do you think you would be like in an escape room? I mean, I feel like <sighs> That's tough because obviously, like I haven't been to one, so like I can't really say like what yeah. my like pattern recognition skills would be like that. But I think what I would definitely, what I could say is like I would try and focus on is like 
making sure the team is working together because like I feel like a lot of escape rooms like what happens is because like obviously I've heard like from like people that went where a lot of the times when you're in kind of like a decently sized group whatever if you get just some people like doing completely different things and no one's on like one train of thought of like okay we're gonna like try and do this you guys do this you guys do this and everybody's kind of doing their own thing it like just doesn't work at all um so definitely trying to just like keep the team together keep them motivated and uh try and get out of there but i guess we'll see bring bring the orange slices you know <laughs> exactly exactly no i think you're a thousand percent right with that because i mean if people start getting like you know annoyed with each other then it's just gonna you aren't gonna be as productive and like um it was kind of funny because one of my, my friend's older sister said that if she was there with um like if she was in the escape room with her brother, uh, with her boyfriend, um, that she would probably break up with him by the end of it just because she gets oh. so frustrated. Um, but no, nah, I mean, I think yeah, if you are, if you were like clashing with your, uh, you know, your teammates and stuff, I feel like in that and like you know in other aspects like of just I guess everyday life, um, you know, you're just not going to be as productive. But, yeah. No, and it's like, it's such a like a niche like little t- like never do you have to like escape a really small room that has like really complicated puzzles that make no sense and or are not applicable to life so like i mean it's also like on that point with the relationships like there's a whole thing with ikea like oh if, like newlyweds will get divorced or like have their first fight like setting up ikea furniture in their new home because like just building it and assembling it is so frustrating and like you're so easy to butt heads because like me and my girlfriend would totally do that like if we were like in an escape room, like I think we'd get out because I think our skill sets would mesh pretty well. But like we would definitely be like low key on like the edge of a fight. Yeah, I'm screwed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raj, let's not do an escape room. <laughs> maybe you just sit that one out. Yeah, um, yeah maybe you just troll win, us win lobby. the entire escape room. That's uh, that's <laughs> a really good. Pl- like I never really thought about like how like furniture like setup where it's like especially IKEA though. Because Ikea, there's, like, you have those, like, tiny, like, hyper-specific parts in it, like, that are just, like, you need, it's like, okay, I need this piece, and it's, like, the the wrong piece. It's like, no, I need this piece. It's like, I gave you that piece. No, it's not. <laughs> and I just <laughs> immediately started getting into a fight. Bigger Legos, essentially. Bigger Legos, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, speaking God. of Legos, uh, Raj, Andres, you st- guys still have to get your... Uh, Selection from the Marvel Legos I got over here. All right, maybe I I will take some minifigures. And also about Legos, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I am so excited. Oh my god, that. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that it looks so good. When Andre showed me the trailer, oh my, I, I'm gonna pre-order it when I can. I want it seriously. Yes. What I mean, platforms is it coming out on? I think everything. everything. Yeah. Okay. Because like, so did you this- guys? My bad, you go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, like, what's included with that game? Like, what, uh, I guess, episodes? Would it it's just be... all nine movies, and then I think they're going to add in, like, uh, some DLC of, like, The Bad Batch and maybe Book of Vote Fett. And the Would they add in Rogue One? Would they add in Rogue One? Oh, my gosh. If they do Ooh, Rogue One. I, I'm not sure exactly. There's a chance. Definitely. I feel like they, they got to have the characters, because they're going to have... It's it's over nine hundred characters, something like that confirmed. It's insane. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I have to get that game. It's it's loaded. Like come on, like did we all play Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga when we were younger? Of course, no question. I, still, yeah. I, I yeah, played it, but like it wasn't a staple in my like it wasn't like I actively played it every single day. Like I've 
played it at other people's houses and stuff. I don't think I ever like owned it, or if I did, I didn't play like a ton. It, it's one of the first games like I've ever just like no life as a kid. Like I had that in kindergarten on my DS. I was going crazy on that game. But I like I agree. I played that game. I couldn't get to hundred percent on it. Um, but I played Lego Star Wars Complete Saga, um, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Batman. Um, I think those were the main three ones that I played. Um, oh, Lego Star Wars three. I played that too, but that was like uh, later on because I came out after like later. But no, over the summer, I actually um, wanted to get 100% on them because I couldn't do it as a kid. Because some of those puzzles are actually just like ridiculous. Like, how can some kids figure this stuff, like, this stuff out? No, it's Google. insane. You got to use YouTube. Yeah. That's how, that's how I feel about escape rooms. Like, I'm just so bad at them that, like, I'm just not good at them. I can't, I don't think that way. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, no, Legos, I'm playing, I was playing Lego Avengers. Um, recently like i had gotten steam and like downloaded it on there for fun and like there's this one level when you're in age it's like in the age of ultron movie and i'm just lost i haven't played it in a while but like i just don't know what i I should be doing at that point like i've killed all the bad guys i just can't like figure out what to move on for and i feel embarrassed looking it up no you shouldn't feel embarrassed looking it up you should just look it up (laughs) yeah (laughs) we've all done it you should embrace yeah you know me and jacob you can, yeah, you yeah. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, eventually, like, when I was a kid, I didn't really use YouTube for that, so eventually, if there was something I was just stuck on, okay, I'd just be stuck on it, but now <laughs> that we have YouTube, oh, come on now, you gotta, you gotta just go use YouTube to look stuff up. There's know? no shame in it, no shame. Yeah, like, last semester, um, me and Jacob would be playing, what was it, it was Star Wars 3, right? Yeah, it was Lego Star Wars 3. Yeah, so on my old Xbox, we um, I never got 100% yet, and Jacob noticed that I had the game, so we loaded it up and we would uh, co-op play, and then we'd get to parts where I'm like, okay, hold up, let me like YouTube this, and that's how we basically got through the entire thing. The fact yeah. that that's a kid's game that you, that you need to <laughs> like look up YouTube videos to finish, it's well, so it's funny. A, I mean, it's hard. wild. It like, is wild. Like get, Pokemon is exactly like that. Like if you're playing the Pokemon games to get Come like, on, no, it's stuff, not. Don't even go there. No, but no, listen to what I'm about to say though. To get like a hunt like to complete the Pokedex, some of the stuff that's on there is just absolutely ridiculous. Like knowing to like come back at a certain like for honey trees, for example, you need to come back at a certain time to the honey tree to like have some certain Pokemon like appear. Or you have to like have certain Pokemon in your party to unlock certain other Pokemon to appear. Like, stuff like that you just can't figure out as a kid. You, well, you just can't. Jacob, I feel like after a certain point, they're designing the game, like, for children. They're probably <laughs> assuming that a kid's attention span will have, like, depleted by the time they completed the game. They're not going to be like, oh, now I need to 100% all of this and figure out every last little thing. Because they'll probably just move on to, like, the next Pokemon game. Because then they come yeah. out, like, every single year. Yeah. I think I would say I would venture I to say that 80% of Pokemon players do not care to complete the Pokédex and then like the next 10% to get to 90% like don't complete the Pokédex and then like maybe 10% like try to go out and complete it but like you can't tell your audience to like 90% like you want to beat the champion and then you want to beat go back and do it twice. And that's fair. That's fair. But, but no, that, it is an interesting part about like, like, it's like an game interesting... sport. Yeah, yeah, but yeah because it's like you're literally like you're literally looking up answers because you can't get through it, and like as 
19 year old it's like i should be able to just like breeze through this game and like not struggle but like nope you still do yeah it does give people a platform though who have like youtube channels that are really into it like because you know there's gonna be people as soon as that game drops that run through the levels and then start writing articles and youtube videos about how to get past certain sections and they're going to make a ton of money no 100 percent. like for um cod back in the day when they'd release all the dlcs like all the zombie strikes like they'd be live streaming oh, yeah. off the bat trying to figure all that out like it's wild how fast they solved that and like i like when i do them i'm i obviously you got to follow the youtube videos i'm like how the hell did they figure all this out oh what were your favorite uh black or call of duty zombies to play Oof. i black gotta ops go with black ops too yeah there's yeah, yeah. i mean the big yeah. i mean that that's like that's just yeah for nostalgia's sake but like in terms of like the actual like maps themselves and like like the into detail like stories like bo3 zombies was insane like my two favorite um i would say zombies maps were uh origins and then derise and drac and bo3 hmm. i've never yeah, played I, oh yeah because i think black ops 3 i think was like a better made zombies experience like there was a lot like more to it but I think it's just like Black Ops 2 is like that's just the nostalgia factor where like yeah. everybody would just like is it's a lot more simple, I feel, where it's like you could basically hand the controller to anybody and it's like, yeah, you kind of get the general idea, whatever, and then you can just like start playing with them and then they get into it. And like it was a much more like I don't even know how to like what that would be, but it was just like it was easier for people to like pick it up. And so it was easier to bring more friends in and like start playing. So I think it's just like that aspect of it it wasn't really the game itself it was like what the game could do to like bring friends together i think that's really what made it just so much fun yeah for sure um i started playing black ops 2 probably when i was like between the ages of like 9 and 12 or something and i played a lot but like the biggest problem was like as i got older i didn't play as many of the call of duty so like black ops 2 is by far my favorite game it's the most i know about but like i've barely played black ops 3 i haven't played i didn't play advanced warfare because like i wasn't going to pay 60 i didn't have 60 dollars to spend on a new game and black ops 2 was fun and people were still playing online so like you just keep running it up with black ops 2 so i remember like i was playing black ops 2 and i had no idea until i started following like a little bit of competitive call of duty that like the game that was currently out was advanced warfare like it took me a while to realize that like it was like black ops 2 wasn't the game that was out at the moment I mean, it all went downhill after BO2. Like, the peak of COD was definitely MW2 to BO2. Yeah, because, like, it started, because, like, when COD 4 came out, so that was the first Modern Warfare, like, that, like, changed gaming because it was, like, very World War II shooters, and then that came out. It's, like, a fun multiplayer, like, news story, whatever, and then the Black Ops series came out. But then, like, between, like, the start of Modern Warfare and then Black Ops 2, like, that was peak call of duty right there and then after that it just it's fallen from grace to say the least i mean modern warfare 2019 it, it, it redeemed oh, COD. Right. Yeah, yeah. it did redeem cod a little bit more but then you know uh cold war and vanguard uh i cod is like a yearly tax on players like i say i'm not gonna buy the cod and here i am i've bought the last like four cods yeah you know raj you're totally right because i i forgot about modern warfare because like it like completely changed from just being modern warfare to just being Warzone. So like the game itself, like originally it's like what it's call of duty, modern warfare, the 2019 version. That is, that was a great reboot for the series. But then 
Warzone came and it was like it was amazing at first, and then they just drove this thing into the ground and just kept adding it to the next game, to the next game, to the next game, and they just absolutely scuffed it. Like it is, yep. it's borderline unplayable at this point. So like that's why I totally forgot that that game even existed because Warzone is just a mess right now. Hey, yeah, I love getting spawn killed. Yeah. <laughs> they tried um. Copying the battle royale formula, and it just, yeah, it worked at first it because did, like yeah. they were it creative did. with it, like whatever. But then they just kept doing the same thing. They tried to add like weird crap to it. It's like just you should have just let it go and just made another battle royale. Like just do that. So I got a question for you guys. Shoot. Yep. So you can't use any of like the special guns or anything or the ray gun, um, but you're in Black Ops Two, zombies. What are the two guns that you're going to use? You can pack a punch, but like none of like the wonder weapons or anything like that. Ah, oh, no wonder. Damn. Okay. Mm. It's gonna take me. Th- I need to remember what I would use. Yeah, what guns? Would I would they probably have? keep starter the 1911 just to get the Mustang and Sally. Yes. And then splash damage, though. Well, just don't be. It stupid. was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you need PhD <laughs> flopper. Well, just th- yeah, just don't be dumb. Like. Like the first time I pack a punch those that gun though, and I realized like it did that much splash damage, I got destroyed. Like <laughs> yeah. it was that's dangerous. Um, hard for me else? to remember all the guns and zombies. Oh, actually, in BO two the um, what was it the RPD that LMG that was oh that, yeah, that sh- yeah 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 shredded. Yeah. That, was, that was, was a good. staple. It was that I would always run L. that or the LSAT, some sort of LMG, and then like a special weapon. I was uh, a KSG guy. I always play with the KSG shotgun for zombies. Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't really know. If, I don't. I can't, I can't remember for zombies. Like that's like such a niche thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. For multiplayer, uh, that yeah. gun was too OP. It was literally it was the sniper. fifth sniper. Yeah, it was the fifth yeah. one. <laughs> and you just put the, the red dot sight on it and just snipe like shoot. Oh my <laughs> in god! <high>. It's filth. <laughs> Even the iron sights on that gun. Yeah, it's filthy. Ah, oh, that game was so much fun. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite COD, 100%. It's one of my favorite games of all time, 100%. Yeah. I mean, of course... Oh, sorry, go. Who? Oh, I was Roger saying Justin. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Raj was bringing up a good point about oh. like how we keep buying CODs because they just like he's like, oh, I'm not going to buy the new COD. And then you end up buying it because they have like such a foothold over their like fan base that like even if you're going to play it like three times, you just want to experience what the Call of Duty is like. So... I bought. I remember buying. I bought Call of Duty World War Two. Wow. Um, I think it was World War Two. Um, or World War or something. And like a few, yeah, yeah, a few yeah. years ago. And it was like cool while I was playing it, but like I only played it for like a couple of days in the summer while I had time. And then as soon as uh, I guess that was senior year started. Nope, never played it again. But like I felt accomplished because I like knew what was going on in the Call of Duty space at the time. Honestly, you paid the tax that year. I did. <laughs> yeah. No, um, after BO2, I, it did go downhill. Like, it never lived up to, like, BO2's level, but there were some solid ones. Like, World War II, I will say, like, if, if Fortnite had never come out, like, I think it would have been a bigger game. It was, it was solid. Like, it was a solid cut, I will say, but nowhere near BO2. Don't you dare get on this Fortnite train again, I swear. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, like the, like, cause, <laughs> no, because that was I'm when playing. Fortnite first came yeah, on yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah, like, playing. everyone was playing that. Like, yeah, no yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. You can't deny that. Everyone. No, I'm, no, I'm just messing with you, yeah. yeah. As a matter of, 
As a matter of fact, the reason why I got my Xbox One is because everybody's playing Fortnite, and I still have the oh 360, and I couldn't play it. Oh, wow. So you had your 360, like, uh, sophomore year? I guess so, yeah. Because I had uh, NCAA 14 on it, and I loved that game. But then Fortnite was the thing, and then the other games were coming out, and the Xbox, like, the 360 was getting, like, kind of... I don't know if obsolete's the best. I mean, maybe I mean, they stopped, like, it was production. out of date. Yeah, it, yeah, they yeah it was just it was yeah. crazy out of date. So I was just like, all right, I'm gonna have to get this new one. And Fortnite is just like you know the thing right now. Yeah. So I mean, I got that. But um, if you guys could play one game for the rest of your lives, like you could only play that one game, which game would it be? Okay, wait. Before before any of us answer, are we talking like re- like in its prime or like just the game right now for the rest of our life? Prime. And then I guess um, do both. Any any game. Any like video game. Okay, I'll I'll be the first oh. one if no one else is. People th- are still thinking. Yeah, shoot, go for All it. All right. Has anyone ever played Castle Crashers? I haven't played it, but I've heard it's really fun. Yeah, that was like, it's was re- that one of the Xbox games, right? I don't know what that is. Yeah, it was. It was an Xbox game, and me and my brother used to grind so hard on that, and then, like, my friend would come over, and we'd just be in the basement, like, tearing through casual crash levels, and I think just, like, the fun I had at the time playing it bumps it up into that spot. But that's also when, like, I played the most amount of video games. Like, I haven't touched a video game and, like, a, and, like really, like, gone in-depth on it and, like, four or five years so i would say like casual crashers black ops 2 and fortnite are close just because of the hype when fortnite came out was different it was different it was different and <laughs> there's no, no other way to doubt. spin it no yeah. question and then when everyone um, with other stories getting a win <laughs> yeah yeah those days God, those so getting, a, getting a win used to be a big deal it was like if you got a win you were like oh my god you got a win in fortnite yeah, like people didn't use people didn't used to know how to build. Like you would just like stand out in the open and like, get shot. Ah, the good days. Um, all sweat. Yeah, I think for me, because uh, I'm an absolute Halo shill, I will say that probably my prime game that if I could just play it forever would be Halo Reach, because um, that was like that was the first shooter I ever got. And like at its peak, that was so much fun because there was just so much going on with that game. Because like the multiplayer was really fun. There was Forge custom games. Like you could do your own thing, like make games with friends and then like play them and stuff. Like that was so much fun. Campaign was amazing. Won't go on that rant. Um, But right now, if I could just play one game that's just like currently out, I mean, I. The, okay, I, I, you're gonna judge me for this, but I'm gonna say Uno because Uno on the Xbox, like that <laughs> unlocks a different kind, that that game unlocks a different kind of rage within people. It is so entertaining. Like you out of all play things, that. I know what you're saying. I know, but it is so entertaining because it's so simple. But hearing people just like <laughs> scream into their mics and like throw controllers over a card game made for kids on the Xbox, 
is so funny. And, like, I could literally play that for hours with my friends. I can vouch. I don't, No, like, those board games and all that for Xbox, like, they go crazy. Like, I played that Monopoly, Uno, and um, Risk. Those on Xbox are, like, like you said, they unlock a whole nother level of rage. They are so fun, though. So much fun. I like when, like, Monopoly goes, like, 3D. Like, when you play it on the Xbox and it, like, goes 3D and, like, you can, like, stand next to your property. And if you stand next to the browns, it looks like a little shack. But if you go over to, like, the greens and then you uh, stand next to them, they're, like, really nice mansions and stuff. Like, it just feel, you feel more rich playing it. Yeah, it's so, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, those my are mine. Oh, for me, thinking. for me, I think, and it's prime, I'm gonna, it's a close one, but I think I'm gonna go with Modern Warfare 2019 with the Warzone, with Warzone with it counts, right? Yeah, yeah, it would be like yes. the time frame of when Warzone came out with Modern Warfare. Yeah, so I would definitely go with that because, um, like, honestly, during quarantine, playing Warzone was like the only like eventful thing to happen to me, probably most days. So, like, I'd be doing that. I'd be running multiplayer, and my God, was I getting toxic on S and D lobbies? Like, that was just a lot of fun. And uh, gaming its prime right now. Um, Honest, or like just any game in general right now, I'm probably gonna have to go with Halo Infinite. Like, I'm having a lot of fun oh, playing it. Oh, let's go! Yeah, I know you're gonna like that. I, yes. Halo Infinite, it's been fun. Like, I've just been going, I mean, like the campaign, like, I also have that. Okay, let me try to 100% this, but like, then I got tired of it. But the multiplayer is fun too. And like, I, I really like the game. It's well built for now. I mean, I hope they add some DLCs and other things to the game. Yeah. Um. For me, right now, or all time, I got to go with NCAA 14. Um, that game, like that, that was the last college football game they've come out with, and I'm a big college football guy. Um, but they're coming out with one that um, relative, um, and then hopefully in the near future with over 100 college teams, which I'm going to be very excited to play. But um, I mean, it's just, I think it's a better game than Madden. I like that you can, like, recruit players. I think that, um, I mean, that process is fun. Um, mascot mode is fun. I just, like, I'm a huge fan of that game. And then, um, right now, it's difficult because I don't have my Xbox with me. So, I guess with what I have right now, I got to go Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, to be completely honest. Because that's just Come the game on. I played most of. I mean, that's the game I play the most of, you know? I think I gotta, I feel like I have to go with that one. I mean, I was waiting for ye- like years for this, like the remix to come out. And even though it's basically the same game, I mean, it's still fun and still enjoyable. And going online and playing people and trading with people, I like that, to do that. So there's my two picks. Okay. Okay, so um, one of them is just wrong. <laughs> well it is kind of an opinionated you know question so i don't know if it is wrong it's also I mean, just recency bias yeah well yeah. it's also what i have on me you know like yeah. i don't have anything else really i don't have other video games on me i don't think mario kart like you know is as fun for me like this mario kart so okay hold on though you um, like brilliant diamond more than you like smash because smash is by far a better game okay. well i don't own smash yeah but you, you play should. a lot of it I played a decent amount, but that's only what I'm hanging out with, like you guys. But I'm playing, like if I'm playing on my own, I mean, I gotta go what I with what I have, and then with what I have, I gotta go. You know, uh, I mean, Smash. You know, I'll. I would say yeah, Smash is probably a better game. Like it just, you know, there's more characters. It's fun to play against your friends and stuff. But um, 
right now I got to go Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, you know. Just what I, you know, that's my opinion. Fair enough. I guess. Um, all right. So I will settle down on one, but I'm going to list a few games oh my for God. each thing. Here so, we go. Okay. So for uh, the Prime games, these games, like when I look back at their Primes, I'm like, wow, these were the most fun games I've ever played, like in their Prime. So number one, like up there, got to be BO2 in its Prime. Like, that was the game everyone was playing that some memories playing search with the boys um playing michael myers like in custom lobbies just having clan wars and all that stuff playing zombies it was it was the game um prime gta also up there like that game online like revolutionary that was so fun and then prime fortnite of course like everyone posting wins their story that was such a fun time but if I had to settle on one in its prime, I got to go BO2. Nothing like to me really compares to that. That was so fun. Like that was also like I had just got my Xbox 360 and that was what everyone was playing at the time. And that was the first like game I really got into and spent like all day playing. So in its prime, I'm riding with BO2. And a game, I guess, in its current state, like if we're just keep going on for the rest of my life, um, I guess I'm going to have, it's hard, but I'm going to have to give myself an out here. And I guess I'm going to have to go with FIFA because they keep uh, making a new one every year. Oh my God. It's the roster update every year. I know. Year. I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving myself an out on that one. <sighs> it's, it's a hard one to settle on one. So I'm, I'm going with FIFA. How much money do you think you've spent on FIFA coins? Um, honestly, see, the thing is, I haven't spent that much. I would say probably. Forty dollars within the past. How many years is it now? Oh, past oh, ten if, years. If, if it's forty dollars within a, a span past of ten years, of multiple ten years, like ten that years. is something. Yeah, that is yeah. completely yeah, I've, fine. Like, I've probably like I'm any game I've spent more on. I don't. I don't really spend that much on like DLC. I mean, I guess you could say like the BO2 DLC and stuff like the season. Well, pass that was like stuff. legitimate DLC though. That wasn't yeah. just like oh, I'm buying a player. It's like no, you're buying maps. There's like no, yeah, it'd be like DLC stuff. Like yeah, yeah, that's like that's legit. That's definitely but, like after buying a game. That those would be like the games I'd spend money on after like buying the game yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's so, I knew kids in my high school that would spend so much money on FIFA, and it's like, like dude, what are you doing? It's like, because they're going to come out with a new game next year and you're not yeah. going to have those players. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I just spent like $400 opening like FIFA packs. It's like, what? Why it's fun, are you thrill. doing this? It's the thrill of getting a good it's player. Like, thrill. nothing beats that. It's, okay. really, it's a drug addiction. It's an addiction. No, it is. It is. It, it is. Really so is. Opening packs is so fun. Okay, I'll change mine. It's definitely under 100. I will say that. But 40 was a little too. Oh, now no, we're remembering. Okay. Over the span of and 10 years. Over the span of 10 years. I've gotten everyone since 13. Actually, no, Andres, don't change your opinion. Like, I, if Madden gets me every year because I'll at least buy the new Madden, I might not you know, think the game's fantastic and everything. But um, no, don't change your opinion on that. FIFA, you know what? I never own a FIFA, but you know what? I can totally understand the pack opening side of things. They're like, so fun. Did you guys ever play like Madden Mobile? <laughs> no. Yes. You guys never played Madden Mobile. I, I never played Madden Mobile. Oh my gosh, that is wild. Madden Mobile used to be the thing. Like back in like seventh, eighth grade, Madden Mobile at my school was the thing. And like it was be nothing better than playing it's against It's just like, my it's hooking kids on gambling addictions. It, like it, it's well, no, so we just, fun, we just, it's breaking yeah. a win. 
the only money I would spend on Mad Mobile would be from <laughs> gift cards, like over Christmas, and then um, like coins I would get like through challenges and stuff. So it's just packing like a good player, if especially if you don't spend oh, money, is just that. so rewarding. It's so, it's just so like, it just I would watch, dude. I would watch YouTube videos of like the sidemen. They they all started on FIFA. I would watch all their videos, like FIFA fourteen, fifteen, like doing pack openings, and it was the best because they have the funniest reaction. I thought it was hilarious at the time, and just like. Pack opening is so like it's, it's there's such a thrill and rush to it. I I absolutely love it. It's never gets old. Well, yes, there's a thrill and a rush to it because it's literally gambling. Except when you lose. <laughs> Except when you lose, and, <laughs> and it's you like just get oh. a terrible player. When get you get like a yeah, when you get like a seventy overall, you're like Ew. yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was tough. Which is mostly my experience. Which is most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Andre, you ever, oh, go ahead, Jacob. No, I was just going to ask if um, Andres, um, if have you, and um, if so, how many ninety nine overall players have you had in your FIFA experience? Oh, my pack luck, like out of all my friends, I can say with ease that I have the worst pack luck. The best player I've packed is like so. At the end of each FIFA, they like inflate the chance of you getting a good player, and I guess like, it was like a ninety four like team of the season player at the end of a game. Right. So it's like a Mickey Mouse pack. So. I have no pack luck, so my, I guess in the beginning of a FIFA, that's when like it's hard to get a good player. I'd say a 90-rated Virgil Van Dyke is the best player I've packed, which is really bad compared to like what my friends have packed. I struggle wow. with packs, so there's no. Wow. I was lying about that. It's it's pain. pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just back and forth now with the packs. It's yeah. It's this like such a toxic relationship where it's like if you do well, you love it, but if you don't, you hate it. Yeah, I truly remember it. I'm oh remembering now, reliving it all. But uh, no, just flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you were talking about the hype when um Fortnite came out, and it got me thinking about the amount of hype that came out when Pokemon Go dropped for the first oh. time. Like there was that was an undefeated time. I remember. I downloaded the game because I was a fan of Pokemon growing up, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, I can walk around and catch Pokemon, but I was, like, low-key embarrassed because I was, like, going into my, like, junior year of high school or sophomore, junior year of high school, and I was like, man, like, I can't be seen playing, like, Pokemon Go. People are going to think I'm a kid or whatever. So then we start, we're going about on our warm-up run, and everyone starts grabbing their phone, and everyone's like, yo, make sure you grab your phone so we can go get these steps for these eggs. So, like, the whole soccer team is running with their phone to like go get these extra steps to catch pokemon and, like mid run like someone would find like uh, i don't know like uh, some kind of pokemon in the uh, um in the woods and then we'd all stop the run to go catch this pokemon but like just the amount of hype when pokemon like everyone was playing it and you didn't even need to be a pokemon fan growing up i actually yeah. have i have a really funny story about pokemon go because um so i was actually backpacking with a bunch of my friends back in high school at the time the pokemon go came out so none of us knew that it existed until we got back because we were in like the middle of nowhere. So we didn't get any cell reception. Like we didn't know it was like a thing. And then we get back and everybody's talking about Pokemon Go. We're like, what is happening? Like, why are people just wandering around in my hometown, like on their phones? Like, what is going on? So it was it was so funny because it was like I was only gone like a week. And then I come back and like everything has changed. Like everybody's on their phones. Everybody's playing Pokemon. Like some of my friends that have never even touched a video game before are like playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is this a thing? That is so funny because I just picture you coming back and being like, 
Steve Rogers after the 70 years, like in actually, Times Square. That was just like, <laughs> like Yeah, I'm just like looking around, like just like so panicked. Everybody's on their cell phones. It's like, where am I? What is happening? <laughs> no, Pokemon Go really held that power. I mean, I remember um, one of my friends was telling me what he did, um, like to um like instead of his steps, if he were just be in his house, is he would like tie his shoe to his fan. And then turn on the fan so it would just be spinning around. And I guess before they turned on like the, um, like the, the GPS thing. Like, well, the not the GPS thing. It's like the uh, speed monitoring thing. So like if you're, it seems like you're going too fast, like you're in a car, it'll like, um, I guess, um, take away like your whatever steps you have. But he used to do that to get like you know, you know to hatch his eggs uh, faster. That's no. I would think of it all the time too. I'd be like, what can I do to get steps? Like, and all the time I was just trying to cheat the system because like I wanted to hatch these eggs as fast as possible, but like didn't really feel like going on a super long walk to do it. I used to get frustrated that I would play soccer. I'd like go play soccer games, run a ton. And then like I would have to go back to my phone and be like, oh, I didn't get any of it because you don't run with your phone. So I don't know. Pokemon Go just had all that power. Oh Not, that summer was sure. so fun. Like I saw this on Twitter. Um, it sums up perfectly that Pokemon Go summer is the exact opposite of uh, like March 2020 quarantine. Like everyone oh was out, God. like congregating at like Washington Square Park in New York City. Like the whole world was like in unison. We were all playing Pokemon Go. I remember is... I would always just hop on my bike and just get those steps. <laughs> Dude, that is, is that so unbelievably accurate. Yeah, that was summer 16. Right? That <laughs> was. That is so. I didn't even think about that because there was like there was the whole thing about how like everybody was showing up at what's the one pier in California, uh, Santa Monica. Yes, Santa Monica. Yeah, Santa yeah. Monica pier. It was just like crowds of people outside, just there trying to find like whatever the good Pokemon that were there. Like, oh my god, it's like a perfect mirror. <laughs> Summer um, sixteen though. That was that's probably the peak of life. 16. Like music, like just going into high Dude. school, just graduating eighth grade. You know, like oh those were the Pokemon Go. Like those were the days. Summer sixteen. <laughs> you can't you can't beat Summer sixteen. You simply Summer cannot. 16. The music like, Summer sixteen Summer was 16. like election, but oh. Wow. Oh, I forgot about that. That was after yeah. Summer 16. Yeah, Summer we, 16 we, is still elite. Summer 16 yeah, was, it was vibes. It was mounting. It was mounting. It was vibes. I was out there living life. Oh my god, that was... Yeah, it's the peak was of so life right there. Peak of life, Summer 16. Damn, can't believe I peaked at 14 years old. Can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> wow. That's tough. In 2016, there was a solar eclipse. Oh right, there was. Yeah, there was so much going on that summer. That was also the year of uh, Harambe's death. Like 2016 was a loaded year. That That was the flashpoint. That was the flashpoint. That's what. That's where we started going on the bad timeline. It was after summer 16. (laughs) Exactly. The the drop was July 6th. Was the drop of Pokemon Go? Yeah, and it was only up. It was only up from there. Like yeah. and people have tried to replicate Pokemon Go and it's like they had Minecraft Earth come out. I don't even think they're it's on the app store anymore. I think they took it off. But even if they didn't, like it's not good. Yeah, I know there's been thing. some other versions of people trying to um replicate what Pokemon Go did, but you just simply can't. There was a Harry Potter one that they tried to replicate too, and like nothing has stuck as well as Pokemon Go. And there's still a ton of people playing Pokemon Go. Not like summer twenty sixteen or like twenty seventeen, but just there's still a good group of people out there who will be like, yeah, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to play Pokemon Go because they've 
they didn't release all their Pokédex Pokémon in the beginning. They started with Kanto, and they added more, and they added more features and whatnot. And it's just been so cool. You guys were talking about Santa Monica Pier, and I remember going to the boardwalk, and just, like, everyone was looking down at their phone and doing the little swirly thing on their screen so they could curve the Pokéball. It was just <laughs> a great, great, great time. Summer 16, man. <laughs> Wild time. Wild. The music was very good in 2016. I can remember that. I don't what were some of the albums that came out? Drake oh, dropped off. Views by Drake, 100% was one of them. Oh, that's where off. God's plan took over the world. Oh, man. No, that was 2018, oh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's that's right. Right. That was on Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. on Views. All right. That was... Oh, so um, it was Hotline Bling. Dropped. It was One Dance. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. One Dance. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah, that is crazy. No, no. Views did drop in 2016, yeah. Views dropped yeah, in 2016. Yeah. Um... Lemonade by Beyonce dropped. Um, Rihanna's the album. Life of Pablo. Oh, uh, Life of Pablo came out. It did, yeah. Life of Pablo dropped. Dude. Trying to think of. Ooh, uh, Coloring Book by Chance also. Oh, man. All the Rihanna Uzi comes. albums. Like those, oh, like those, like the, 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 the classics. Week, the weekend dropped Starboy. Yep. Oh, my God. God, how do I forget about this? Like, there's so many good albums that drop. That's crazy. That was a and crazy was, year. And it was like, it was everyone's like, it was everyone's kind of music in a sense where like everyone could kind of vibe with it in a sense. There's sometimes where like, if you just have like the rappers drop albums, like a lot of people won't care about it or if it's like a country album. But when you have pop albums that are really good, like you get a lot of people yeah. listening. I think that might have been like the year where the pendulum swung and like, Rap really became the norm. Honestly, I think you're right. I think you really are right. Because, like, I do remember kind of growing up, like, some of my friends listened to rap, but, like, it wasn't, like, rap, hip-hop. Like, it wasn't super popular yet. But I vividly remember after Summer 16, like, everybody, that's all anybody listened to. And, like, that's really where I think, uh, like, it changed. Like, I guess that would be culturally. Like everybody just started listening to um, like hip hop rap. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other. I, did, I think Post Malone. Um, was it? I think he also Stoney. Uh, Stoney. Yeah, he dropped that at the end of 2016. Like uh, that's with White Iverson. Um, oh. oh. That. Um, All right, right here. Here we go. I've got a. Uh, I think I've got a list of the top 100 songs in 2016. Yes, so go for it. Number one is Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Number two is Sorry by Justin Bieber. One Dance, three. Four is Work by Rihanna. Stressed Out by 21 Pilots. Panda by Designer. Hello by Adele. Don't Let Me Down, Chainsmokers. Can't Stop the Feeling, Justin Timberlake. Closer, Chainsmokers. That's the top ten. Yeah. Closer. Which is Hot crazy. Too. Yeah. And let me go. I know it's going to sound annoying to the, maybe the viewers, but let me go to the next ten, and it's just, again, another great set of songs. So it's um, Cheap Thrills by uh, Sia, Seven Years, Needed Me by Rihanna, My House, I Took a Pill in Ibiza, Work From Home, This Is What You Came For, Cake by the Ocean, and Me, Myself, and I, and Ride by 21 Pilots. There's, yeah, there was a lot of pop that came out, too, that was also really good. And I'm, st- and I'm still, like, looking down this list, and I'm it's like... It's just heat. Yeah, like, Broccoli's number 34. Broccoli's oh, oh, such, such a catchy song. That came out 2016? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, now, my. some of it might be skewed a little bit because I don't know how, like, if these songs didn't come, if they came out at the end of 2016, I don't know if they would have been able to, like, hop the list. But just, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande is down at 36, which is low for, like, a song like that. Um, oh, my God. I Spy was also 2016 with Lil Yachty dude. and Kyle. 
that, that song is so every loud. time that song comes on, it is great. It just makes you happy. That's just one of those songs that like you could just put on Ox and no one will be opposed to it. It's just yeah. like, yeah, you just put it on. It's all right. Like, le- everybody's into it. Hits. <laughs> yeah, Le- Lean On by Major Lazer and DJ Snake is on this list, too. Oh, I forgot about that song. Yeah. Dude, what uh, was see, see you, like? See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. Oh, came my out in 2016. God, yeah. you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and then Timmy Turner also came out in 2016. Yeah, designer. He was like a two-hit wonder, right? <laughs> he was a two-hit yeah. wonder. Wait, right, did we see Pan- the Panda and Timmy Turner. Panda and Timmy Turner. Um... I know what you did last summer. Also came out by Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Came out then. So in pop style by Drake. Um, Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor's on there. <laughs> Antidote by Travis Scott. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he also dropped he, in 2016. He dropped Birds in the Trap. That oh, album slapped. Goosebumps dropped in that album. Dude. Oh my God. Like, is this? Like, That's gotta be the best. Yeah, that's got to be, like, the best year of, like, music, like, for so long. Yeah, no. That's it, wild. I'm just, like, I'm not even, like, that big of a music guy, but, like, I just follow, like, a lot of mainstream music, and I enjoy pretty much anything. But I'm, like, looking at this list, and I'm, like, holy, like, I almost know every single, it's, like, r- random 67 Unsteady by X Ambassadors. Like, that song was really, like, really big when it came out. I remember listening to that song a ton. Um, it just, and, like, um... In in the night by the weekend, just Starboy, yeah, Starboy, um, six seven nine by Fetty Wap. Oh, Fetty Wap! Yep. Oh my yep. God, he had a stranglehold on music when he first came out with that. Oh my God, this is he made wild. the middle school anthems. The middle school he anthems. Did. Oh my God, I remember, <laughs> dude. I remember the clean versions they would try and play at like the <laughs> middle school dances, and it just never worked ever. But it was funny, like when those would like when those would go on. I would like it would almost be funnier listening to the like the uh, bleeped out version because oh, like yeah, yeah. the awkward pause is just so funny, and everyone who's like singing it just doesn't give a crap. So like exactly. everyone's just cursing away as the song like takes a giant pause. Yes. Oh, that but was then, like, always the funniest part. <laughs> but then it's funny because like a song like broccoli. Doesn't have that many curse words in it, but the messaging of the song it's so, is so yeah. bad. So you, you'd yeah. play the song and it's all good because like there's no cursing, but you're like, but your messaging of the song yeah. should not be at a middle school dance, dude. That those those are the funniest songs where it's like, yeah, they don't technically swear, so we can play it, but it's like if you really like he, like listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, this is not something we should be playing at a school. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, God, I heard man, like this just was. Going through this list of 2016 songs is absolutely wild. Like, <laughs> and going through, like, talking about 2016 music, I have to plug Blonde by Frank Ocean. That is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, Dude, Frank Ocean. I forgot Frank Ocean existed until yeah, you said an, that. Yeah, he's been off the, he's so cryptic with like his albums and stuff, but that man does not miss. He, I love Frank Ocean. Yeah. 2016, what a time, man. What a time. Little yeah. did we know. <laughs> it was only downhill from there. Exactly. Like you said, the flashpoint. Like, it, it literally went... Like, I'm big into rap and all that stuff, like, on Instagram and all that. And, like, the rap community, like, collectively agrees that 2016 was that year for rap and just music in general. Yeah, I I didn't even realize until you said it. Because when you said 2016 was big for music, I was like, I'm sure you're right, but, like, I can't remember, like, what came out. In the- <laughs> and I just I just keep looking at the list, and I'm like... 
like even the songs that are down at like 70 and stuff i'm like i heard them a lot like can't feel my face him for the weekend are at 72 and 73 i heard those songs him for the weekend is underrated yeah it's, really it's an underrated 100%. song yeah more, more respect to that song Kendrick um, dropped an album, like an album of throwaways in 2016 called Untitled Unmastered, and that album slaps. Like, yeah, Kendrick oh, also yeah, doesn't did. Miss. I don't want to cut anyone off, but Watch Me by Silento also came out in 2016. Oh, my, oh no my way. God. Yes. Watch <laughs> Me. I love how oh all these songs are, like, just buried at the bottom of this list. Oh they're like, if they dropped, like, any other year besides 2016, they would have been, like, top of the charts. I'm now I'm starting school. to wonder if like this list is including. Oh, okay, it started from December of 2015, but like. Oh, okay. Oh wait, but I mean, December. That's fair. No, that's only a month early. Yeah. Yeah. So really, yeah, it's just those are technically considered like 2016 because it's like after the awards. So it's like anything exactly. after that, it's like considered for 2016. That's probably why there's no Post Malone Stony songs. Like, yeah, um, yeah. There's probably because that was in like December or November 2016. 2016 yeah yeah but it was like after those awards so it was technically like a 2017 drop. right but looking at the same list for 2017 so same I'm, I'm just using wikipedia um i used it for the last <laughs> one it's a, it's a good source it is so then post malone does see it way into the top 10 in 2017 yes. with congratulations yep. congratulations yes. that's what i, I was yes wow. there it is i was trying to find the name yep. so yes. top, top top just for more nostalgia purposes 2017 it's crazy to think we're in 2022 like i feel like we're in 2020 so like i'm like oh that's only it's this was five six this was like six yeah five six years ago that's so no, number one shape of you oh Two, yeah that makes that sense was, despacito wait uh, i was wait despacito's Despacito not one Wait, no. what? Wow. yeah, wait. There's no way. No, wow. when Shape of You dropped, it was played everywhere. No, but Despacito has Cito. like billions of. Okay, no, I'm looking yeah. this up now. You can, like, has, you can switch like, like radio stations. Is that one of those on all? It's the bill. It's I'm the pretty billboard. sure it's the most viewed. Yeah. It's Billboard's 2017, but also Justin Bieber and like Daddy Yankee would make way better music video than like Ed Sheeran. So I don't know how they decide, but I think Billboard just like ranks them. So like, take it for what it's worth. Three is that's what I like. Okay, wait, pause, it, pause. We we, uh, we got to pause real quick because this right, has time, seven timeout. Timeout because Despacito has seven point seven billion views on YouTube. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. That's the how music many, video. How many likes? Uh, let me check. It has, uh, it has forty seven million likes. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait. Despacito. <laughs> I just looked it up. Despacito's number two most viewed. Gangnam Style is not even in the top 10 anymore. It's 11 now. Seriously? That was like number one for the longest. Number one, you're never going to guess. That's, that's, it's terrible. Is it like oh Baby Shark? God. It's Baby Shark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Can't, can't blame How it. How many views does that have? 10 billion, it says. What? <laughs> that's deserved, bro. Baby Shark's great. No, I know. Stop. We're not even doing this bit ironically. We are not doing this bit. Not even ironically. We're gonna have to have Baby Shark playing at some point, just letting you guys know. I'm gonna leave. Maybe I'll just like attach it at the end of the recording. Yes, Um, please. So then going back, Humble by Kendrick Lamar was 2017. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Is that the damn album? Oh my god. Yep, 2017. Chainsmokers had something just like this and closer. Bad and bougie came out. Body oh like a back road. 
Believer Imagine Cultural Reset. Yeah, it was. Believer by Imagine Dragons and congratulations at 10. But then you start to see the fall off a little bit here. Like even like Wild Thoughts by DJ Khaled is yeah. number 18. But like that doesn't that's not as good of a song as most of those in 2016. Um but I mean the list is still good. Oh no, I Spy was 2017. Oh, I Spy was okay. I mean it was late 2016, I know that, but okay, yeah, so it's probably, probably that's why. Yeah, because I remember that album dropped. Logic dropped. Um, Logic Everybody. dropped. Logic dropped one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five in uh, yeah. twenty seventeen, which is really really good. He played that at the. He sung it at. I can't remember what a music. It might music have been the VMAs. Album. I think. It, it might have been. It was really cool how they did it. Um, yeah, I, I used to love Logic. I was like the biggest Logic fan back in the day. But even looking at twenty seventeen, like I think 2016, 2017 was a great duo. I'm looking at some of these. Um, Songs is really good. Rockstar by Post Malone dropped in 2017. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Post Malone also does not miss. Juju on that beat dropped in 2017. Oh, oh. I hate that song. Goosebumps no. dropped in 2017. Well, some of the, yeah, some of these are 2016, I think, but it was like, I guess it just yeah, won a in 2017. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a little bit, um, and then I see, I think this is the first Khalid song I see with Young, Dumb, and Broke. I think that's what really like. Started yeah, elevating put him. On him. The map, yeah, yeah, put him on the map. Yep. Oh, Harry yeah, Styles like, signed at the Times dropped in 2017. A lot of people really became big, like in 2016, 17. Like Uzi, like he was one of the biggest people to yeah. Like, blew up the most from like that time. Post Malone, also, my goodness, Migo, yeah. Migos too oh, during this Migos, time. Yeah, Migos, yeah, Migos, 100. <laughs> I see Slippery on here. Um, do I see it? Uh, T-shirt is on here. Bad and bougie was just that song. <laughs> bad, bad and bougie, like, like I think Andres, you said it was like it was like culturally, it was just like there. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know what even like. I don't even think the song's like really that good. It's just I, something about it. Humble is really good though. Kendrick oh, Lamar yeah. oh, humble is yeah. timeless. Yeah, That's humble and, of the year. Yeah, humble and DNA can probably get me to run through a brick wall if I wanted to. Well, it just shows when they're played at every single sports game. Like, there's yeah. just certain songs that are always being played, like, pregame, and Humble has been on pregame since 2017. And rightfully so. I, and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. I, what other songs have, are on pregame all the time? Uh, 300 Violin Orchestra, right, Jacob? <laughs> yes. Well, you, you get, like, um, like, Seven Nation Army, you get, like, Thunderstruck. Yeah. Um, no, Thunderstruck is classic. <laughs> Thunderstruck is like it's the most like generic pregame football song like ever. <laughs> yeah. like, they were probably playing that back in like the eighties, and they we just have not stopped playing it since. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, but yeah, Andres, three hundred violin orchestra is an absolute banger of a song. It, it goes like, crazy. It goes back it goes by Big Sean thing. dropped. Seriously. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I forgot oh, Big Sean existed. Yeah. <laughs> But Bounce I can, Back is a timeless song. Every time it comes on, oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's great. You woke up in beast mode, huh? I woke, I woke up, up in beast, in beast mode. mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like, I can easily make, like, I can rank the years in terms of everything and in music. Like, I, I, I kind of want to do that. Just rank Seems like we have a new tier list, the, then. Of the 2010s. Okay. Interesting. Tier list Tuesday? Rank so the 2010s. We we, what we should do is um, take a sample of years. <laughs> if you're seeing this, it's going to be after we already dropped the tier list, but like you'll understand <laughs> the context for it. Yeah. Um, we should take a collection of years, let's say like say 7, 2010. 8. Like, at least there's t- yeah, 2010s, and I'll just pull up the Billboard Top 100. Everyone can take a look at it and rank their uh, years yeah, for music. Years. 
it'll be it would be interesting um yeah i don't we might have to make our own tier list for that but that'd be fun um yeah, yeah. so if you're if you're seeing this probably on thursday like the 20 thursday on the 26th 27th something like that then you're going to understand what the tier list tuesday the inspiration Let's for go. it yep. <laughs> welcome um boys do we have anything else we want to talk about on the pod today um i don't think so because i think we banned talking about football for weeks we did so but we i think with a that. little bit of extra time <laughs> we can talk about this game is really know, good right the game, i think i think collectively we've all just like kind of been looking down at our phones and the Bengals titans playoff game has been going absolutely insane in the background yeah. so i've now Look moved my, my mic i'm, I'm holding my right mic now, now. I'm holding my mic now as I look at my TV because I've been oh, like looking God. back and it's been really cool because I mean, Ryan Tannehill throws a pick right off the bat and like essentially it just like put him down three nothing right off rip. But like the Titans defense has been fantastic. The offense has just been so brutally bad that they can't get anything going. Like the Bengals aren't yeah. playing well at or like don't look like a good team at all. They've Barely got drives besides like the Jamar Chase like sixty yard like screen pass thing, and getting a free three points off of like, um, that initial Ryan Tannehill pick. It's like man, the Titans just have like the Titans have two interceptions on the game, and they haven't like done anything on offense. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, it was really cool because actually those Jamar Chase was lined up against Christian Fulton. And they both went to the same high school, and they both went to LSU for uh, college. So it was cr- like it was crazy that you know they're li- like lining up against each other in this playoff game, and then Jamar just had like a huge you know ca- like <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, yeah no um, Fulton was cla- clapping in Jamar's face after he busted loose for a sixty yard like screen pass, <laughs> and I was like, well, Fulton, what are you doing, man? Like Jamar's gonna cook you, but I guess like. Yeah. Jamar can't be having that good of a game if they only have 16 points put up, and Joe Mixon got the touchdown, so otherwise there's only been two touchdowns this game. But, But, um, I mean... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just... I mean, it's been a crazy game. I mean, I've had this game going, you know, on, like, uh, you know, on the side for basically the entire time. Um, And the defenses are playing well. You know, the Bengals' offensive line is just... Like, I don't know if they're just not playing well or just the Titans' defensive front is like that because they're getting so much pressure. Joe Burrow's not having that much time to throw in the pocket. Um, you know, well, I mean, you got to think about it like in context, like the two quarterbacks have been sacked the most this year are Ryan Tannehill and Joe Burrow. And yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. And like, and then the Raiders defensive front is actually pretty good. So those offensive linemen who are already trash for the Bengals have had like two weeks of like playing really hard fo- football and now they're going up against a really well-rested, well-coached defensive front for the Titans. Um, so just like a recipe for disaster. And this is why like the first-round bye matters so much. Because I guarantee you, if the Titans had played last week, at, week, they might be down right now. Or they would have been just like in more of a rhythm. Because I'm wondering if the Titans just have no rhythm going on right now. Because their offense looks terrible. Well, we should probably find that out by watching the game. So, <laughs> yeah. I think there's our only little bit of um, ob- obligatory uh, yeah. football yeah, talk in there. <laughs> Just had to yeah. sprinkle it. Oh, sprinkle also, it in. You said that Wikipedia was a good you know, source earlier. It doesn't top NFL memes, though. You know, no, that definitely not. 
that's our we love nfl memes to sponsor this podcast you know know, so just reach out if you have you know if you know anybody that is associated or works with nfl memes do we have an nfl meme stat of the day anyone well we've got like one or two minutes Um, i think the jacksonville the jacksonville jaguars have had more playoff wins than the dallas cowboys since 1996 (laughs) no way that's so funny Jameis winston got benched no, we're not. Cut that. Delete that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we're not, we're not even going that. the entire podcast, <laughs> and you okay. did that to me. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. So god. also on top of that, yeah, Raj, you really haven't spoken for like the entire podcast. Oh my podcast. god. I said in Discord and in text, "Are you alive?" But <laughs> there's also like four NFL memes accounts. Like there's NFL hate memes, NFL memes underscore IG. That's NFL M E M S S and NFL meme guy. Which one is it's it? It's the underscore, underscore one. IG. Is the, is yeah. the okay. Okay. So 1.6 million followers. Okay. That's I follow NFL hate memes. Okay. No, you got to follow the legit. Uh, you got to call the. Yeah, That's the, the legit one. source. The other ones are not credible sources. But here's, here's an interesting underscore. end of a uh, podcast discussion, which is a little funny from NFL memes IG. Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, and Sean McVay were all on the same Redskin staff in 2013. Sorry, that football team. No, they were on the Redskins staff. I know, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> um, That's crazy. They're, they're all younger <laughs> you know, than Tom Brady. 13? They are all younger than Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, they were also terrible that season, I think. Yeah, it's crazy to think that Sean McVay is a tight ends coach. And I'm now he's like head coach one, of, one of the best, the best in the league. He arguably might be the best head coach in the league. It's just to think about... That is just absolutely wild. Like your specialty is tight ends, but somehow you can manage the entire offense. Like that's impressive. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think we're going to wrap up the fourth episode of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. I think people should be tuned for an extra cycle in the next couple days. I don't know if it's going to come out before or after this, uh, after you see this, but if so, stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Peace boys. Peace. Peace. Go Bengals.